You are listening to the Critical Mass Radio Show, Orange County's business talk show focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies with your host, Richard Franzi. Welcome to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. I am your host, Richard Franzi, and this is podcast episode number 1093. You know, the concept of creativity can be seen everywhere from business to personal levels. It's often also the quickest way to get your own unique message shown to the public with the utmost attention. Eric Kerr from The Draw Shop joins us to discuss how they're bringing marketing and sales to life through the use of creativity. Eric, welcome to Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Hey, thanks, Richard. Uh, pleasure to be on. Really appreciate it. Yeah, uh, before we talk about the draw shops and creativity, let's step back for a second. Is there an interesting story from your professional path that you can share with our audience today? Yeah, an interesting story from our professional path is I never really intended this business to be anything but um, a little extra side business that I could make some cash flow with. <laughs> and I actually uh, started it with the intent of I thought, um, because my business partner, Summer Felix, uh, at that time she was doing a lot of ghostwriting and, and I was talking to her about doing a book and we kind of known each other and I thought, man, maybe if we can do this business together and just make a little bit of extra money, I can talk her into using that money to write my book. And <clears throat> that's kind of how it started. So it was, it was just very unintentional for it to do as well as it did. Okay. Uh, it teaches us an important lesson. And that is? That people love, uh, people want their story told in a creative, memorable way. And we didn't realize how important that was. So let's talk about the draw shop. Mm -hmm. Maybe for our audience, could you, could you explain the product, what you do? I'm sure they're familiar with it, but until we explain it to them, they maybe haven't, they're yeah, not aware. Thank you. Yeah, perfectly happy to do that. So the draw shop, we are a whiteboard animation company. Some people call it uh, doodling or a doodle. Um, but we take uh, essentially a sales script, a marketing script that is usually fairly concise and used in very strategic places. And instead of having a voiceover and a talking head go along with it or some kind of imagery, we actually draw out the storyline on a whiteboard uh, as it is being um, told. So we do whiteboard videos. So le le when you said concise, what, in your experience working with the clients, what is the right amount of time that one of these whiteboard videos should be? Yeah, really good question. Our average is anywhere from two to three minutes. But it also, I mean, the real answer is it depends. And it <laughs> depends on what your intention for the product is. So if you want to do something on social media, Facebook, that's typically going to be shorter. If you want to do something on your home page that you are really trying to educate people about who you are, where you came from, and the ask is bigger. In other words, you're not just asking them to give them your email. You actually want them to fill out a longer form or whatever the case is. Typically longer is better so that you can tell story and, and build that relationship. But the average is two to three minutes. So how do you know these work? How do we know these work? Yeah. What, what, you know, it's interesting. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, yeah, go ahead. I, I, no, I ask it. <laughs> that's, that's what I want to yeah. know. 
How do you know? Yeah. Well, initially when we were looking at doing it, we saw a TED Talk by Daniel Pink, and there was a, a, a company in the U.K. that was doing whiteboard videos for TED Talks. And so they would take the, the voiceover edition of the TED Talk, and then they would create a big doodle uh-huh. around it as they were talking about it. And when I looked on YouTube and I looked at TED Talk and I compared Daniel Pink's live version versus the whiteboard version, um, it would, there were almost, there were literally several hundred thousand more views on the whiteboard version. And I dug deeper and that seemed to be a consistent thing. So uh, we actually did about two and a half years ago, we, we did some science on it or a study on it, and I went to a neuroscientist and I said, can you tell me why people watch these longer, why they're more memorable, why they get watched more than a talking head, and why they get shared way more. And fundamentally, it comes down to the simplicity of the messaging. Um, We think in, our brain thinks typically in black and white, and if you close your eyes and you think about the room that you're in, and you're asked to draw it, you're gonna typically start with a box or straight lines and you get to the coloring almost last. And the coloring and somebody's head as it's moving, you're thinking about, you know, why does their hair look that way? Or anything that distracts from the core message is taking away from the intent of, of the message, which is whatever it is you're trying to communicate. And when you do uh, anything else, it's just, uh, and plus the motion of it. Um, we have, our brains are triggered to watch things move and, and are anticipating what's going to happen next and what's going to be drawn next, and that's why it works so well. So you so must... actually neuroscience. <laughs> you, you must be talking about Daniel Pink's Drive, the, the book Drive, because uh, the secret of motivation as, as what you, you had seen and you compared because I would assume that's the one you're talking about because for me that I've read the book, I've heard him talk, and then I saw the whiteboard video and um, mm-hmm. that's what I shared more than anything else because I thought it so much more effectively told his story even though he was giving the talk, right? It was still his talk yeah. in his voice that he gives to an audience but the added element of the whiteboard animation really brought home the the concepts so much more it seemed to me to be more memorable does that is that is that what your science and your research and your neuroscientist said it's yeah. more memorable yeah yeah exactly we our brain thinks in metaphor and we often draw in metaphor mm. um so you when you say sales are really hot you know how would you draw that out if you were drawing <laughs> and you can like if, if I asked you to draw an elephant and I drew an elephant and everybody listening drew their own version of an elephant, um, they would probably be very different elephants, but fundamentally they would have big ears, a nose, and you know, a big body, short legs, and a tail. But if I drew an elephant for you, you would say, yeah, that's an elephant. So you're not gonna question how I drew the elephant. I can present to you and almost influence you of this is what an elephant looks like. And so we're able to do that as well. Okay, so I, we have to take our first and only stop here on Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. Eric, when we come back, I'd like to get into how do you know what the right images are to go with the words that your clients are giving you to do the whiteboard video. Can we talk about that after the break? Absolutely. All right, yeah. don't go anywhere, ladies and gentlemen. This is a meaty subject and something that's really exciting, this concept. I'm really glad to have Eric here on the program today. So we'll be right back after this word from me. 
If you are an Orange County business executive, this message is for you. Do you ever feel isolated with no place to turn for advice or feedback? Who holds you accountable to your commitments in your company? Where do you find the right resources to help you and your company grow? If you have these questions, then Critical Mass for Business might be the answer for you. Critical Mass for Business is committed to helping you make better decisions. These are groups of peers running businesses just like you, providing a great sounding board to test ideas and concepts, review plan and goals, and present issues and opportunities for discussion. The result is improved strategy, accountability, people, and execution skills. If you are interested in learning more, go to www.criticalmassforbusiness.com and learn more about our executive peer group. And welcome back to this edition of Critical Mass Radio Show and Podcast. You know, all of our shows can be heard anytime on iTunes, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Spreaker.com, several hundred former guest websites whose CEOs have been on the show and the companies put the player on their website somewhere. You know, since we started doing the show in 2009, we've reached hundreds of thousands of listeners with through our live stream, podcasts, and other channels. Simply type in Critical Mass Radio Show in your favorite podcasting software, and like magic, you'll start receiving our weekly shows with interesting and exciting guests like Eric Kerr. He is the co-founder of The Draw Shop, and we're talking about whiteboard videos. And before the break, I said I was going to ask you, you know, how do you determine what the most compelling images are that go along with the script that you're given from your clients? Yeah, really good question, and if you'd asked me that in the beginning, I would have said I have really no clue, so <laughs> we just draw whatever we think it should be, but what we've learned is, and this is a, a really big reason why we got a lot of repeat business, is it, it, we have us who are kind of the creative interpreters of the script, and then we have our clients who have a message, but then the really the most important uh, people to consider is the who are the clients trying to talk to? In other words, the video that we create for Proactive or Eric Schmidt about his book, who is the audience that's going to be watching this video? Because our intent is for the audience to look at the images that we choose and say and, and understand those and see themselves in that story. So they have to be relatable to that audience. So we take a lot of time with our clients trying to understand who is it that you're going to be talking to? Is it going to be men? Is it going to be women? Is it going to be what's important to them? Are they professional? Are they? Do we want to be a little loose and, and more cartoony, or do we want to come across with a really professional feel? So once we understand that, we can look at the audience and determine, and, and then really we just hand it over to our artists who are creative geniuses, and they will interpret that that script and um, draw the images according to the audience that we're trying to, um, because if somebody says, you know, my audience is women, we'll say, okay, are they professional? How old are they? Do they cut their hair short? Are they moms? You know, what? tell us more. Okay. So, so it's really painting the picture for the target audience because that's that's good because I, I was worried if you were going to say we ask our customers what the images many times in marketing they don't even know, right? They're not sure, but if they're describing, they know who their customers are. So that makes perfect sense, Eric. When you say uh, two to three minutes, that was kind of your, if I remember correctly, that's kind of the mm -hmm. ideal length. That that's pro yeah. that's probably several hundred words in the, over that time. That's that. How many images does a normal whiteboard video contain? 
Yeah, so what we have is, is we've got, we've learned essentially a formula. So a, a, an average voiceover uh, script of one minute will include about 150 words. So a two-minute video will be two, um, 300 words, a three-minute video will be uh, 450 words. And so we come in to our, our clients, we make the rec recommendation around the length of the script, we mutually agree, then our copywriters will go to work after the creative brief is, has been done by the client, and we will write the, you know, if they say two minutes, we'll write a 300-word script, if it's three, you know, uh, 450, and so forth. And sometimes they're longer, sometimes they're shorter. But that's the ideal. And then, um, you know, we kind of learn by trial and error because our, our videos are all hand-drawn by our artists in studio. Mm -hmm. So we don't use any software program. These are real artists coming in, sitting down, drawing on the whiteboard um, as we're filming. And um, the images, every four to five, 45 minutes or 45 seconds or so, there's typically about eight to ten images, but they're all drawn on the same frame. Um, because we've learned if we flip through the frame too much, it's it's not as easy to build context and storyline um, around that. So we typically stick to one frame has about eight to nine images. So when you're when you say frame, you mean one element on the screen that all the images are contained in. You see all the images that were drawn Correct. over those couple minutes. Okay, so it's not like moving off yeah, the screen, exactly. right? So yeah, I would think that makes right. perfect Thank sense because you. you lose context, yeah. right? If you don't kind of see where it started from. And and then, I uh, hope you don't mind me picking at the creative process, but I'm really curious, how do the yeah. how do the artists know what to feature in the words that have been crafted? How do they know what to draw? What's the right thing to draw? Uh, that's, you know, it, it, to, to get an artist who is really good at that, we, we go through about 40 potential candidates before wow. we'll get one. Wow. And that really has, it, it, it's a skill um, and, and it's a talent. So we will do a couple of different uh, versions of it. So um, we'll take, we'll get the script. Once the script is, is finalized and approved by the client, then we'll throw it over to the art, art department. Uh, an artist will be assigned. We have an art director and a project manager with them as well. So we've got multiple hands on the project, make sure that it's going smoothly for the client. But then um, he will um, create a storyboard, and we will number each image with the script. So a client can look at the storyboard, and there will be one, two, three, four in sequence of the images being drawn. And then the client will look at the script, one, two, three, four, as it's broken up into sentences, and they'll be able to say, okay, that image I love, this image is great. Usually we're 90% of the way there, but... Sometimes if we're drawing their face, they say, I want to look skinnier, or, <laughs> you know, I, did, I, did, I didn't really see an elephant looking that way. Um, I think my version would be cuter, or, you know, and so after a couple of back and forth, we, we, we nail it. Okay, so, so let's put on, let, let, let's move now. You've delivered a two-minute whiteboard video that rocks. The words are powerful. The images are compelling. It's memorable. It, it, it meets the goals and drives the call to action. How do your clients use those videos for maximum benefit? Well, we always make sure that they know what, we won't take on a project unless the client is very, very clear on how they're going to use this. So if you go to Proactive, uh, the website on Proactive, they use it to generate new um, leads um, or interest or get people to opt into a newsletter because it, it 
the one we did for proactive explains very, very clearly on, you know, why zits come up and what their medicine does, and it shows it on a whiteboard sequence. So a lot of people use it on a, on a homepage. We uh, worked with Uber, and they used it to train their drivers who had multiple different languages, so they need the visual along with um, the voiceover to interpret and show them, for example, how to bring a dog into the car when somebody brings a dog or how to open the door on what side of the road. And this was all specifically to support California, specifically uh, legislations when it came to driving and uh, Uber. So um, they use a lot for a lot of different things. A lot of people want to show their process. Financial advisors want to show, okay, this is our process. When you come on as a client, this is how we and this is step one, this is step two, and this is step three. Um, they use it for employee training. So we're very clear, and if our client doesn't know how they're going to use it or where they're going to put it, we won't start a project because that just sets them up for failure and, and us up for failure. So, so I don't mean to put you on the spot, but what the heck, I've got yeah. you here on the live stream. I can at least ask, what's the cost of doing this kind of work? So it's $1,600 a produced minute. So that... Um, that includes the scripting, the voiceover, the creative brief, everything soup to nuts. Okay. So, and, and how long yeah, are they? There's no real variation on that pricing. Okay. So we're just, we keep it super simple for right. clients. That's clean. Um, and how long do you find the, the whiteboard videos that the draw shop makes? How long can a client use them? I mean, I mean, it probably depends on the nature of the content, but I would think if you do it right, it can last a long time. Like that. You know, you could you could have them out there for a long time. Yeah, it depends. It depends on, uh, for example, if it's if it's new employee orientation, it's going to last for a long time. If it's, if it's a financial advisor uh, onboarding a new client or a mortgage company onboarding a new client, and they're using that to explain what's going to happen next, so the client has a very clear and concise understanding of the path forward and what they can expect, and that's going to be used forever. Um, if it's a 60-day you know, marketing campaign for a very specific reason, it's, you know, it's, as long as the marketing campaign uh, will last. Um, we, use them, we do them for book, book launches. Eric Schmidt, the uh, chairman of, of uh, what do they call it, Alphabet now, uh -huh. uh, we did his two last books, and he used the whiteboard videos as um, launches. And when he had that up, the whiteboard video version got, I think, tens of thousands of more uh, views than his interview with the CEO of Yahoo. So, Yeah, I, I would think that this concept has been popularized enough that people see it and they know what they're getting, but it's not so prolific that it, it, it's become generalized. You know what I'm trying to say? I mean, it's still, it's still it's a recognized media form, but it's not saturated yet in the marketplace. That, that's what I'm sensing is... is is that what you see? Uh, it's well, it's become a much more competitive marketplace. When we started nine years ago, we were virtually the only ones in. We were kind of the pioneers of this for okay. the purposes of using it as a marketing tool. Yeah, the the market has become increasingly more competitive, and our strategic advantage has always been, um, you know, we were first to the market, uh, our client list, and also we really focused on. Um, our client experience and and people just love that uh, about us is you know we get testimonial after testimonial of that was just an incredible experience I want to recommend you to my friend I mm. want to come back and do more um, and the three things that we really focus on are 
process, uh, quality control, and client satis uh, satisfaction. So the process is how cleanly can we get each client through each stage of the process. And we do that by making, you know, silos. Um, so the copywriter is responsible for the copywriting process. The art director and the artist are responsible for a very specific process. And so there's always a clean handoff and we don't have overlap in responsibility because we found that the overlap would create confusion and mm -hmm. frustration both for the team and the client. And so um, by focusing on that, we've really been able to stay ahead of the game. So if someone would like to learn more about The Draw Shop, how do they find you? Uh, they go to thedrawshop.com. Thedrawshop.com. So That's awesome. Easy as that. Yeah, you see case studies, testimonials, um, so forth. Well, I, I've really enjoyed just the brief time we've had here on Critical Mass Radio and Show and Podcast talking about what you what you and your firm do. It's it's awesome, and um, they're fun to watch. And uh, congratulations on building and scaling a successful business. That's never easy, and uh, I loved your opening story as well. So thank you, Eric Kerr, for being a friend of the program, and welcome to the Critical Mass community. Thank you, Richard. Have a good day. If we can do one for your next book. Let us know. Killing Cats Leads to Rats. It's out in the bookshelves right now, baby. Unintended consequences. Thank you for the offer. I'll, I will keep you in mind. I appreciate it. All right. All right. I'd like to thank Paul Roberts, our engineer, and our producers, Joan Park, Crystal Nunley, and Haley Stern. If you'd like to connect with me on social media, I think the best way to do that is through LinkedIn. I'm Richard Franzi, F-R-A-N-Z-I. And until our next show, I hope all of your business decisions will move your company in a positive direction. You have been listening to Critical Mass Radio Show Business Talk Show, focused on exploring topics of interest to CEOs who are leading middle market companies. With your host, Richard Franzi.